Hello friends, coming to you from the Tualatin River Valley in Oregon. This is Ryan, Rye Rye, Snowy, Rye Guy, Hossy Bossy, McSassy Pants, Playboy Hossy, Randy California, Hoss, the man with the magnetic tape, HG, Mr. Domesticity, Hossner, and this is 69 Vinyl Records. Folks, an early morning, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> a, uh, a morning <laughs> recording here in the uh, Holy of Holies here for yet another edition of this fine program, this being the 37th episode, 37th episode of 69 Vinyl Records, colon, the $150 podcast. Uh, we are recording this on a Friday morning, which is supposed to be like a day off for for teachers in my district. So I'm uh, I'm really leaning into that. I know that there are probably unread emails. I know that there are things I could do to be prepared uh like better for next week, but I'm trying to be really a stickler today and and to to that end, I am recording two episodes of this show and playing online board game with my friends today. Yeah. I have no time for anything. Uh, and that is that is the way we've set it up intentionally for this uh, for this fun day. You may be hearing in my voice the uh, the leftovers, the sort of residual, the um, the maybe hangover of the previous episode, which you heard last week. A uh, a long one, a long and fun and uh and debauched <laughs> episode with my cousin matt where we uh we got just real excited about an album and and uh had a lot of fun there packing our bags to drive to the coast and back again uh so that if you're hearing that uh i'm feeling that so that's cool um i'm excited to bring back a returning guest uh, she is flirting here with frequent contributor, with like regularly appearing. Uh, this is her <laughs> second time now on the program. You heard her on episode twenty-four. She aced the uh, cosmos quit the cosmetos <laughs> I am not sure exactly how to say that word, but she uh, she nailed that quiz. Um, she's back here today to talk about a really fun album together with me for this last monday in november episode please welcome aboard and back to the program my friend katie wright hi katie hi Ryan. hi how's hi. it going yay it's going well thank you yeah yeah, yeah. happy to be here for, as a returning guest yeah returning guest i know i'm i'm really stoked uh you really are like nearly nearly a frequent contributor and i think we're gonna get there um here as we're I'm now we're sort of, you know, in the uh, in the uh, not in the flattened curve that is sixty nine vinyl records. You know, we're now on the downhill <laughs> side of, mm -hmm. of that curve, you but only barely, me. only barely. We're not, you know, it's that that time where you're not sure are we going to get another spike. Uh, is Ryan going to buy like thirty more records? The answer is no. Uh, <laughs> no, oh, okay. the answer is no. <laughs> I as much as much fun as this is I am looking forward to having a summer like off so that that, yeah. it, that includes being done with this by the time June rolls around <laughs> <laughs> nice and well done today on the self-care you know important oh, to have a day off of completely yeah well that's been a big uh, I think it's been a big thing. You know, I'm here talking about self-care as I like have to take yet another gulp of water from <laughs> like the, my fourth water bottle of the morning. <laughs> but that's been a big theme around here, too, of like um, right. The 
just this sort of ever encroaching workspace at home. Um, I mean, that was already something that Anna and I had to be careful of. We both like care about our work and we both have the ability to do things well if we take our time on it. Right. And sometimes you think of something mm-hmm. and you're like, oh man, I should just like pop in there and do that. And that's really a recipe for burnout. Um, add to that maybe the stress of like, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know, uh, 1% of Americans dying from this thing. And I don't know, just like, it's freaky, man. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah take some steps back once in a while. Yeah, it's good to do that. Kind yeah. of get that bigger perspective. Yeah. 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 And you you were telling me you've been out there, uh, well, in there, uh, sewing <laughs> masks and crafting away and finding productive things to do with uh, with your downtime as well. Um, I hope that you're, like, actually getting some downtime yourself. Yeah, I think I'm trying to do the same thing, which is, you know, occasionally turn it off. We're uh, supposed to be looking at our emails, our, uh, you know, hospital system emails Mm -hmm. every day by by five to see because things are literally changing a million times during the day sure sure so yeah they're just trying to like roll with it uh but it's hard to turn it off when you got lots of meetings and all that but finding some downtime yeah yeah we actually got advisement uh this week from our union that was like hey by the way um your pto days are still in the bank and you can still take those so i i'm starting to look down the line at like oh how might i how might i uh like strategically find some time like i'm not even sure what (laughs) what i would do that day uh on a pto day oh my gosh i'm in the exact same position yeah where they're just about to um, open open the system back up for allowing you to take them. Yeah. We haven't been allowed to take them for a while. And uh, so you can take them with precautions, but, you know, it's like, where, <laughs> what do I take time off for? Can, I can't yeah. go anywhere, and what am I going to do with those days? How oh, finally I, I can out? catch up on dish. Oh, wait, no. Uh, finally I can do some. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how do I do I just take what's left over from people who actually have plans? Or, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, geez. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna camp in my backyard. That's just a given. That sounds pretty fun. Oh, you know, hmm. let's have a let's have an off mic. Let's have an off mic talk about <laughs> a about like a combined PTO socially distant camp out. Let's let's see. Uh, let's put something together um but you know we're on mic now and we owe it to our listeners i suppose to stay uh relatively on topic uh and so we should bring in our album for today uh here on episode 37 of 69 vinyl records 150 dollar podcast we are listening to wings at the speed of sound by wings This album is so Yay. fun. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited that I got to choose this record. Well, I'm glad that you grabbed it. Talk to me about it. Tell me tell me what brings you here. 
So I actually do own this vinyl. Yes. Um, which is really exciting that I was I found it in my collection. And, you know, I actually have a few Wings albums, all from my dad's collection that I picked up years ah, ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I knew that this one was around. I have to say I hadn't listened to it in a really long time. Yeah. And it wasn't super on my register. But I mentioned it to my sister um, that I was I was looking at doing this record and she's like what that's one of my favorite albums oh nice Shocking. I have no idea <laughs> so that was a revelation <laughs> that's awesome so then I mean that sounds like maybe it primed you to have a really positive experience too like to get that that uh, seal of approval from your own flesh and blood <laughs> yeah yeah so knowing that like my dad liked it and my sister liked it I think I went into it in a really positive mindset yeah yeah well it's an album that like keeps you in a positive mindset. I think it's very, um, it's very light and breezy. There's a lot of easy listening kind of things in here. Sometimes, maybe sometimes a little to its detriment, but, um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a really positive. Even even with songs like Wino Junko and the note you never wrote, it is still it is still upbeat and uh, and pretty pretty joyful, pretty poppy. Pretty poppy. So okay, I have uh, I have something that I'm I'm curious about. Ooh, yeah. We're talking about what we're doing in our off time, you know, like how we're staying productive and whatnot. Sure. From what I could read on this album, they recorded it in January. It was released in March. How wow. do people? And it was and it was on their on their holiday break from touring, and then they went right back into touring. Wow. What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, this uh, this guy Paul, whatever you want to call him, he uh, he's very right. He's just always been so prolific and part of part of outfits that are always writing and churning out and full of just creative bursts. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you. I don't think I have that. I don't. I don't think I have that. I, I, I don't think I have that in oof. me. It's yeah. a lot. Like you know, we did our we did our Nia Connie episode and talked about like you know there are some songs that we wrote in really short order, um, but not, mm-hmm. but not like all at once. Like it was like oh, and then we had like a week where wow, one song came out of that. You know, it wasn't like we had a week and then we had like four solid tracks. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you release more. the album in another couple of weeks <laughs> yeah totally yeah and i guess that probably says something too about their like industry connections and everything else like that's that's pretty quick turnaround to record yeah, it in january yeah. and have it out in march that's pretty wild and you know and and the idea of doing it in between touring just makes me think like was this just was this a bunch of songs that they had in their back pocket already like ready to go was it stuff they wrote on the road yeah that's a good question in response to like their their previous album i don't know i know that on the digital version of this album there's all kinds of like little demos and things on the after after the album ends um and there's some really good yeah there's some really great just um just like paul mccartney and a piano doing these songs um really stripped down Oh, I think they're really awesome, but I I have no context for where they are. If he's if he's like in a hotel lobby or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh, that would be an amazing thing if you just uh, <laughs> were in the, you know. I mean, there Howard are Johnson. there's a lot of like <laughs> dinging, and there's people saying like uh, bellhop, you know. So that's one. Clue. Oh my gosh, can the side the sound effects on this album? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like there are multiple songs where they they feel the need to throw in sound effects. Yeah, them, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Uh, I wanna I wanna save my uh my like ASMR jokes for side B, um, <laughs> but I'm right there with you. Yeah, lots of lots yeah. of little um. You know, in the last episode, Matt and I talked a lot about like flourishes, and and then I woke up this morning, listened to this first thing, and I was like, here we go again, like another like band that's very consistent and very sharp and so the things that stand out are when they when they just do something a little bit sweeter just a little bit and they throw that little that little morsel in oh man oh, yeah <laughs> tasty it's r- some real tasty stuff so let them in the first track obviously holds some uh some historical place some some significance in our own friendship do you do you recall that? No. <laughs> uh, that is okay. I'm gonna say it, and then you're wow. gonna be like, "Oh, wow. um, I'm gonna feel real bad." No, 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 no. You need not. You need not. There's a lot to keep track of in our storied and <laughs> uh, and tortured past. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But no. So at karaoke ween in 2015. I think in 2015, uh, Anna sang this song while dressed as Jean from Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, I have to, I have to say that 2015, <gasps> I think, was the one year I wasn't here because no. I lived in Tacoma, and it was the year before I moved back down here. Wow! Oh my gosh, and that I makes total sense. Sure I was working. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I feel better about not remembering. Cause I, <laughs> so that was it's not, it wasn't was not yours to remember. That. Oh, darn. Ooh, well, yeah. that's so. Ooh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I have to admit, like that actually, Anna learning that song was my way into this album in the first place. Um, I think really? I, yeah, I think I only really knew silly love songs and Band on the Run because those are on the on the radio, you know. Um, sure, sure. And then Anna learned this song for karaoke, and I remember just being like so impressed and pleased with it, and then and then started getting into the album after that. So. It's been in the rotation for me like since then. Um, I don't. I didn't get it on vinyl until this winter. Um, we went to the okay. little antique mall here in our in our small town, and I found it for like I don't know seven dollars or something. And it's like, all right, it's time. Thanks. It's time. So it's a fairly recent one in this collection. But yeah, that was my that was my way in. I I was very late to it. Sister Susan. Tim Luther I 
actually was surprised to hear that this was a single off of this album because I don't remember this song being <laughs> popular. Yeah, no, I wasn't familiar with it at all, but it's on the karaoke track. You know, it's on the it's on the list. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, between this and silly love songs, I guess those are the two. Yeah, um, yep. from this album. So. Yeah, and they're both yeah. really. Whew, they're both really good. <laughs> I mean, the opening of this album is great. But again, talking about sound effects, but that really puts you in like the, all right, I'm ready for like morning announcements. Mm -hmm. like, totally. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think it's the same clock chime that was in my grandparents' Mo Meyers house in their, in their big like <laughs> wall hanging clock. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It meant it was time to get up and uh, and watch cartoons and have some have some sugary cereal. Ooh. Yeah. Grandma's house sounds fun. Yeah. yeah, it does. It did. It was. <laughs> it was. Aww. <laughs> now, one of the things that's interesting to me, and I, so I'll admit, I don't know. I still don't feel like I know Wings all that well as a band. I am always kind of surprised at how how much they switch up who's singing for it being like a, a ostensibly like a Paul McCartney thing, right? It's, they really yeah. do emphasize having other people sing. Denny is the lead singer on two tracks. Jimmy's the lead on one. Joe's the lead on one. Linda's the lead on one. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they all just share things around. And so I, um, I don't think it's, <laughs> What am I trying to say? Uh, I I like the Paul ones better <laughs> in general. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In general, um, and so I guess that's my initial caveat as we uh, as we hear maybe just a tiny little bit from a song that I still do enjoy, uh, which is the note you never wrote. Further on along the line, I was arrested on the shore. Mostly, I just wanted to drop that one in to give it a little credit because it's uh, it's one of the it's one of the other vocalist songs that I'm actually kind of into. But I'm more interested to talk about "She's My Baby." So, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, I mean, I think going into like the the fact that there are lots of different um, vocalists mm -hmm. on this album, uh, you know, what you said sounds like it echoes what the critics were saying. Essentially, uh. that like this was they wanted it to be more of a paul mccartney thing he felt like he wanted it to be more collaborative yeah so he made sure that like there were everybody was represented which did not end up turning out well in terms of <laughs> the, the in terms of the public views on this record so yeah well i'm not surprised to know that i am just as like boring and cliched as everybody else that i have the same that i have the same desires as the as the unwashed masses i just want more paul um just want more paul yeah he does really bring it on this album I mean, yeah he does is like he does not phone it in mm-mm mm-mm no any yeah so like she's my baby is a song that i 
really, really like, even as silly as it is, one of my favorite sort of lyrical constructions here where he spends the song like describing her. It's just she the whole time, right? But uh, she's my baby. She comes out at night. She's taking me by surprise. It's not really describing. Um, but then he says, you know, she's like gravy. I keep mopping her up. There's all this stuff, right? <laughs> I, I really hated this song. Oh my god! But so here's here's what cracks me up about it is it's so like non it's it's like non-specific, but at least he's like using metaphor and and figurative speech and whatever and just kind of grooving and then and then he's like let me just let me just summarize here what i've been trying to say she's a woman (laughs) and that and that always cracks me up i don't think it's like good songwriting but it makes me laugh every time and i and like that to me is such a it's such a happy thing anna and i sing that to each other all the time we just go she's a woman When the world is waking up, she has arisen. Oh, believe me, I ain't lying. She's a woman. So I was, when I was listening to these lyrics, especially the, like, she's, like, gravy and mopping. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, yeah. I was like, okay, all right. And so some some of the way the lyrics were going, I was actually... I did a different mind take where I was like, okay, like maybe this is about, you know, like a daughter. Maybe this is about like a little girl. Like maybe this is something like supposed to be like cute and fanciful. And then he breaks into, <laughs> she's a woman. And I was like, yeah, oh, okay, it's, okay. Not <laughs> <laughs> it's not a girl. Not a girl. She's a woman. Yeah. Yeah. And she, uh, you know, then she turns back into a kitten. Believe me, I ain't lying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Something about this song just really rubbed me. Well, so, see, I mean, that's the thing, right? You would think, it it sounds like to me here on Side A, you are a little bit, uh, you you know, you're a little bit uh, sick of silly love songs at this point. Ooh. You've had enough of them. I may have had enough of them. Don't jump ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you for, thank you for keeping, somebody's got to keep this ship (laughs) pointed northbound. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so I I hear exactly what you're saying, and I think for me the uh, the sort of like really really hokey, really sort of uh, useless lyrics <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. are very to me very endearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case, but I I do forgive it in this song. I it's just so singable and fun. It's kind of like it's kind of like Kanye. This is like a Kanye song. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could look at it in that light. <laughs> and maybe it's just because I have an aversion to gravy, and so it really just oh, like. Oh, now it comes wrong. out. It's, wow. Right. Wow. I mean, yeah, yeah. And maybe I'm just biased, and that was the that was the lens under which I I listened to the song. Yeah, it is tough, right? So I I used to be a, a an omnivore, and as a as someone who consumed meat, then like having gravy was awesome. It's hard to find like good great like vegetarian gravy like there's just not a whole lot of there's not much to it's mostly just like what flour it's like just starchy water (laughs) yeah 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 not not a lot there it's just thick vegetable it's like (laughs) it's like you took it's a sauce over biscuits (laughs) yeah it's biscuit sauce (laughs) exactly 
Okay, brown biscuit sauce. Yeah, I mean, there is, like, brown sauce, like, au jus. I, I remember, like, oh, man, au jus, good stuff. But, yeah, I don't eat that. I don't eat that stuff anymore. <laughs> I don't have any use for it. But I, I still feel the sort of, like, I still feel the the lyrical. I, I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. Like, mopping it. You know, maybe I'll do that with uh, with uh, some chili or something. You know, I'll make sure to get every last, clean my bowl with my with my cornbread or something. Right? So that, that I'm into it. Please like please write some lyrics for for Anna that are like mopping her up like various foods. You know, I would I think that would be a really good maybe like an anniversary love song. Where you just yeah. find some of your favorite foods together and you just yeah. really make some good lyrics. That sounds really yeah. Just uh, I'll <laughs> it's just back to back to back to back to back. There's no yeah. build or anything. It's just <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a perfect song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like Toby's uh vegan spread. She's like She's like she's like my vegan mac and cheese. Yeah, she's like the mint chutney from um from uh chat cafe. <laughs> See, you've already got a good basis. Yeah, and I think if I do it with that same sort of delivery and cadence, I think she'd be really wooed. I think it'd be really special. <laughs> Yeah, more of a talk singing situation. Yeah. <laughs> so, sort of Bill Shatner it. That actually might that actually might be pretty oh. good. Yeah. Oof. We have a couple more tracks on side A. The both mm-hmm. Beware My Love and Wino Junko. I'm not saying that you can only talk about one, Katie, but which of these would you prefer to talk about? You know, I uh, I think I preferred, as far as just a song, I preferred "Beware My Love." Mm-hmm. It 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 was a nice song. It was a it resonate. You know, it was a resonating song. It was a little less um, happy go lucky. Yeah. Than like most of the songs on this album, you know. So yeah, I liked that. it. Yeah. It has uh, it has some really funny to me bits where. Uh, He's going like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> there was some pass in there, you know, though. I, like, she didn't, again, didn't phone it in. Like, she really brought it. <laughs> yeah. I do, um, I do like a lot of the cool, cool drumming on this whole record. And I like the way that the bass and the snare kind of like bring you back in from the breakdown on that song. Uh, hmm. Yeah, there's some there's some cool percussion on this on this record. Why not Junko was a weird song though. What do you what do you think of that one? <laughs> Why no Junko? Can't say no. Why no Junko? Eyes aglow. And then what is it? <laughs> Lit, is it Little Freak Spring a Leak? Is that what it is? I honestly uh, don't know the words. There was there was Freak in there, but I, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's weird. Yeah. The only th- it makes me think of Tortilla Flat, Steinbeck. That's all these like. <laughs> it's Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> Um, but uh-huh. they're like they're like winos in the thirties. Um, <laughs> okay. That's the only thing that I think of when I. But it's not 
it's not the like intended association and i i it's a pretty silly song it's pretty um it's kind of skippable i think yeah yeah agreed well i think this felt like it was an attempt to be like uh who was the vocalist on there um jimmy 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 mcculloch so give it up for jimmy give it up jimmy this is his his star track yeah the titular wino <laughs> i felt like it was really you know uh, like a throw out to him like hey you, you need to do a song how about how about you do this one yeah mm-hmm. till you go down oh it does have this part that i really like where it goes like that weird uh sound effect synthy voice thing happening that like yes, that yeah total sound effect thing. <laughs> yeah till you go down the transition from um, Beware My Love into Wino Junko, I thought was a really great transition. Yeah, like I agree. Like that, you have to listen to it in that order. I appreciated that. Yeah, it sounds like it picks right back up. It actually makes a lot of sense that it, it sounds like this is a band that is playing live together a lot. You know, when you bring in this detail of they're uh... touring all the way up to and touring right out of. The these songs sound like you would want to do them back to back in concert because Wino Junko totally. does have that like sick guitar solo. That's actually I said it's skippable, but it does have a nice guitar solo in it. Really wails on there. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I I think it sounds I think it sounds like a bit of a live moment. I bet that there's some um, some good uh, what would you call it? I'm not a musician. Riff time in there, like that oh, if you yeah. were on stage, oh, that's what it's like, called. There's some areas <laughs> that you can really play play with. Is it? Yeah, great. Woo. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> it's called that as much as it's called anything. There's just like you know, you can call it room to breathe. You can call it like little jam out. <laughs> you could call it uh, you know, whatever you want. Nice. Little riff okay, sesh. Little like riff that. time. Little riff sesh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt like it was, you know, when you say that, yes, it sounds like a band that plays together, I think this song lends itself to probably having some good good room to breathe on stage and showcase yeah. everybody. Yeah. You know, it could totally be like, and on the drums, it's uh-huh. Okay, imagine that with a British accent. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. That's okay. what I heard. Great. Thank you. I thought you were like, I thought you were like, oh, Jimmy on vocals. That's what I sounded like. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I heard. I've been practicing. So there's a lot of, I, I guess, even as excited as we are about this album, there's a fair amount of variability here on this first side. Um, Let Him In is a classic. Note You Never Wrote is kind of forgettable. Beware My Love and Wino Junko are like, they turn out all right, but they're both a little bit, um, I don't know, they're they're more reserved, Yeah. And she's my baby is just like so silly to the point where Definitely. you don't even like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the grab bag of side A. <laughs> yeah. Which means uh which means, Katie, we've come to a really fun time in the episode. It's time for today in coronavirus. Ooh, fun. Coronavirus! 
Katie, today in coronavirus, uh, what I wanted to highlight was something kind of kind of interesting. It's not it's not exactly news per se. It's more just uh, this sort of um, sort of trend here with both these uh, these Pacific Island nations, Australia and New Zealand, uh, really getting their really getting their shit together really quickly, uh, like months ago, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and getting down to like a few hundred cases out of countries of a few million um pretty pretty wild stuff uh what i (laughs) what i was reading is like it didn't really matter you know australia being uh being led by a a right-wing prime minister new zealand by a left-wing prime minister and and in both cases like at every level of government uh everybody just stayed on message (laughs) <laughs> and everybody like got wow. to business um yeah yeah that is that is not like it's been it's been uh like politicians stepping back and like making room for experts to lead policy and being like this isn't a time to like quibble. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing Can it's we amazing all learn a from that? <laughs> yeah <Wow>. well <sighs> i mean the new zealand prime minister is always is always very impressive to me sure yeah uh, no she's she's a pillar she's awesome yeah yeah but that's really interesting to think that like you know everybody it's true everybody's kind of standing back and being like okay well let's see what health experts have to say about yeah. this you know yeah and so yeah. there they were like setting up the infrastructure for new hospital builds like in february and they're testing they have like the highest testing per capita in the world and it's like right, gracious yeah. you know like contain and trace and obviously like right so we've seen other countries have a little bit of a, a layoff and then a spike you know a second wave and a lot of that being like imported as travel restrictions are are lessened so I don't know exactly mm-hmm. like what the end result is, but like so far so good. And I, I just wanted to have a moment to um, backhand shit talk our own country, but also to to mainly to mainly give a little kudos to those uh, wacky Southern Hemisphere uh, Anglo's doing the doing the good work there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! They're gonna open up their borders, and we're gonna be able to travel there before anywhere else. Yeah, well, I say let's go. I poof. Yay. Yeah. Sign me yeah, up. I'm ready. Yeah. Uh that's been today in coronavirus. Hold <coughs> up. One of the most that was actually Katie, we are 37 weeks into this, right? Did you hear me say at the top this uh-huh. episode is coming out uh-huh. at the end of November? End of November. Yeah. This is that was one of the most uplifting today in coronaviruses we've ever had. <laughs> Well, great. We're on the upswing. Yeah, yeah. Just like, uh, just like with the show, we're on the other side of the curve. You know, light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Georgia is okay. open today. You could. I mean, I should have. I should have kept that in. I should have kept us in our segment. We talk about going to Georgia to get a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't go. Wow. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Uh yeah, yeah, so now we're back here to uh to the other single, the other big hit. We're now on to side B and and whereas you hated the silly love song on side A, I'm I'm interested to hear what you think about this uh 
first track on side B, Silly Love Songs. Love doesn't come in a minute. Sometimes it doesn't come at all. You know, I think that this song is just so well known. Yep. And so this certainly had a place in my childhood. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it is silly. There's no question that this is a silly, jaunty song. There is no heft to it. But uh, but that doesn't mean I didn't I didn't like it for what it was. Kind of. A yeah, song. I I actually really like it too. It's pretty over i mean as much as a a wings song can be overplayed i guess um it's it's like pretty ubiquitous right as you said Mm -hmm. but i still really dig it i like how it's it does the modular thing i i like each little part it's really it's really good and catchy and the reason that it's so overplayed is because it's so good and catchy (laughs) right and well i think for generations you know it it uh was covered in moulin rouge so i'm anticipating uh, a little resurgence there got a little hit uh, moulin rouge <laughs> that classic uh, one of my favorite christina aguilera movies uh, <laughs> or wait hold on <laughs> did i do that right <laughs> no no i don't think she was in that one She's just she's just in the uh, in the soundtrack. She's just in the music video. Ah, uh, yeah, she's just in the uh, she's just in the soundtrack. Is that that? Yeah, yeah, that would be that movie. I mean, I I yeah, remember Nicole. It's a Nicole Kidman franchise, right there. <laughs> but she so Christina wasn't even in the movie. She she does the whole. She was not in the movie. Wow, but Lady Marmalade. <laughs> Lady Marmalade was not in the movie either. What? <laughs> I don't understand. No. I don't know how things work. You were mistaken. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? You, obviously, neither of us has any idea. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right. You know, it's time finally, Katie, for us to talk about sound effects in in a big way, in a big, big way, because here we have Oof. this like proto ASMR track cook of the house This was a track, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so on this one, I believe Linda got to showcase her vocal styling. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And we get to hear a lot of things frying. <laughs> a lot of things frying. Isn't there something at the beginning? There's some sort of there's like clattering or so, there's something. Because like yeah. clattering in the kitchen or something yeah. like that. <laughs> right. What is oh this? Uh, what is this? Track number nine. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But no, it's yeah, it's like uh, it, and then there's the little bit. I think it, I think it is Paul. He goes like, "Yeah, we're rocking now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's all like, it's all like off mic. He's like, "Ah." 
Well, because he's supposed to, I mean, I got the feeling that he was just supposed to be, like, hanging out around the house. Like, he's singing while he's cooking. Sure, kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like, like a jam. supposed to be an invitation for people to feel like they were hanging out with them in their house. Like, is that what this was it's supposed to be? Just like, hey, you like us. We're chill. We're humans. I also don't know my um so my aunt and uncle in Seattle my uh, my uncle Tim and my aunt Izzy they they have a sign or they have like a big plaque that says um no matter where I serve my guests they seem to like the kitchen best like in the kitchen and it's a big oh. like metal it's like one of those like metal tin lids that's been turned into decoration or something like that you know and and it's mm-hmm. like kind of um kind of cross stitchy font looking thing uh, as far as i can remember you know like there's it's so i think it's an old thing i think it might have come even from my grandma hosner's house but then i don't know i don't know that at all that's purely speculation but like i to me i wonder like if if they had like taken this well worn um, sort of cliche thing and made a song out of it or if mm-hmm. they wrote this song and then everyone was like oh that really resonates and then everyone started making kitsch out of it I, I don't know <laughs> that's a great question that's a very chicken and the question oh man yeah. that's <laughs> and and just as easy it rolls off the tongue in the same way <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> yeah was it, amazing. was it wings or kitsch? Paul and Linda McCartney were like the were the starters of this kitsch revolution. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, a real that wings was another kitsch thing situation. that they could lay claim to. <laughs> Man, yeah. uh, it's a yeah, it's pretty silly, pretty pretty silly song, but yeah, lots of sizzling and uh, and uh, then it's over. It's really short. <laughs> Yeah. It, the rest is heaven I, only knows. You know, there's peppercorns. <laughs> I I have to, I don't know. I mean, it was just like, it, it was a funny song, but it wasn't my jam. Yeah. <laughs> Am yeah. I, I think that I, I'm seeing that I have a problem with, with food references and song. I'm feeling like maybe it's, mm. <laughs> this is a problem for me that mm. I'm starting to realize. Uh, mm. Like Milkshake? Where do you stand on that song? Oof, I love that song. Well, all right. So, yeah. Oh, okay, but, but that's a beverage song, not a food song. Oof. I mean, I suppose right? so. It's, it's just empty calories at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you you kind of can do without Cook of the House. I can I can kind of well do without Time to Hide. It's our other Denny vocal song. It has a, a fade in. Which is kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't love this one. I did not like it that much okay. either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not at odds on this one. Um, I felt like it wasn't necessarily. I, like I couldn't tell if um he just sang it or if he actually wrote it too, because I felt like it was <laughs> off from some of the other songs. Try to like really get in there. No, I, I, yeah, I don't love this one. I actually, I wrote, I wrote fade in, and then I wrote pretty much don't like this song. <laughs> <laughs> That's a succinct wrap up of this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of the tracks on here that are sung by non-Paul people, I think this Joe vocal must do something about it is probably the one I like best. Yes, I must do something about it. 
Okay, so again, my trivia from what I read up on this yeah. was uh, <laughs> was that they recorded it first with uh, with Paul singing it, mm. and he was listening back to it, and he heard Joe, who's the drummer, singing it, and he was like, "Oh, well, let's showcase him on a song, and let's have let's record one with him," and he liked it, so he kept that one. I liked that. I was like, oh, well, he did a good job. That's know? cool. He does do a good job. The um, the little bit where he's like, something about it. Whoa, whoa. I really like that part. That's a really good mm-hmm. like vocal piece there, especially yeah, really for a drummer. Yeah, you don't really get to hear drummers showcases, you know, that often. So no. I'm sure a lot of drummers would say the same. So. Yeah, although, you know, I went, um, there was a time I went and saw a local natives show at uh, the Wonder Ballroom with my friend Ryan Driscoll, and their mm-hmm. lead singer is the drummer. He, like, stands up front with, like, a little four-piece kit and sings the whole time. <laughs> wow. That was a, that was a fun, yeah. weird little show. That was, oh, man, that was at such a weird time. What was the the show? That show, I or that I time in your life. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes to both. Okay, I think right. what I remember about that show, I remember being like pretty plugged into OK Cupid at the time, enough so mm-hmm. that I I remember the specific, I remember one specific person that I saw there who I had never met, but I had seen a million times on OK Cupid. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I know her, right? It was as if I like followed her Instagram or something like that, but I just totally. knew her from a dating. She was just famous for being on this dating site. She was wearing the same hat. Oh, funny! Yeah, I had the exact same experience at the Wonder Ballroom. Ooh, so, what what show? Uh, it was actually a um, uh, poet, um, Andrea Gibson. Mm. Um, amazing! If you ever uh, see the spoken word, uh, amazing. And yeah, and it was like a standing room only. And I saw this person and I was like, how do I know them? And I was racking my brain because I really felt like I knew them. Yeah. And then I realized, oh my gosh, (laughs) it's the person from the dating site. (laughs) And I just see them pop up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird, man. Love this small town life, huh? (laughs) I know. It's very weird when that happens. Yeah. That's not the only time, but. (laughs) it definitely makes portland feel small yeah it's a tiny place um my other favorite thing from this track is uh just the line there's no one on the party line um which there's a lot of anytime a song anytime a song like references any technology at all whether it's like a cart or a phone right it instantly dates it um and this I think it's from a really fun time in, in telephone history or what is that? Telephony um, uh, where like, you're just like, why would you do that? <laughs> why would you call a party line? That sounds awful. <laughs> I mean, I haven't ever called a party line, um, but I always thought about that. Who would call a party line? Yeah. It sounds really, um, I don't know. So Katie, did you, did you get into like chat rooms and stuff? in the in the 90s at all in the yeah in the early in the early ones um i uh let's see i'm gonna say it was probably about 1992 
Whoa. And uh, I, in 1993, somewhere in there, and I definitely chatted uh, with with people, you know, maybe kids my age, don't know, could have been old men, have no idea, uh, <laughs> usually regarding Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, nice. that, was a, that was a large part of the conversation that I had. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty wild. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever said it on this on this program, but I do know I do remember my first um like home internet search. I remember we like got the internet at the house. My dad's an engineer and so we got it kind of early and I was pretty young and he was like you can search for anything. You know, this is the internet. Put anything you want and we'll see what's out there, you know. And you uh <laughs> I sh if it was today, that's totally what it would be. I'd be like, "Could you do like buttholes?" Um, but I instead, instead, um, I mean, not that far off. I was like, "Chumbawamba." Nice. Give me, give me that sweet right. chumb. <laughs> sweet chumbawamba. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, I was definitely uh, into the ask Jeeves. Because I yeah. love the idea that you can just like ask a full sentence question. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. 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 Jeeves. Jeeves, the original Siri. <laughs> the original Siri. Yeah. 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 Remember but he reminded me of the <laughs> Remember when you used yeah. to type in "Ask Jeeves," set a ten-minute timer. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jeeves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Could you set a me a ten-minute timer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever used him for such a thing, but uh, uh, man, and that's why it went under. They just didn't have enough functionality, I think. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, anything for you. That was the death knell of Ask Jeeves. They, they <laughs> just it didn't integrate with enough washing machines. Um, yeah. Dude, I really, I really like both of the last two songs on here. Let's spend a moment here to talk about San Ferian. San Ferian, San Ferian, and the world keeps turning happy ever after. Yeah, I I'd be interested to hear your take on this song because I, I I don't know, like I mean it was a nice song, but I I couldn't I I wasn't quite into the meaning of it. I'm like, where is this going? What is this talking about? Yeah, I don't know that I have any good answer to that. I was just kind of surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I when I looked at the track list ahead of today, I wrote San Fairy Ann and I was like, "What even is that? What so what song yeah. is that?" Um it didn't ring any bells coming in, and then and then I listened to it and was like, "Oh yeah. Oh man, I really I really like it. It's just kind of a good cool groove." it's a nice song I, um, I, it's interesting that you remembered it you know what I mean that it, like, it hit you enough to remember I did not have that experience I was like oh uh, I, this song didn't it didn't, it didn't um, stick with me I guess I don't know exactly what to say about it I don't know that there's much like special about it but I, I just found myself surprised by it <laughs> and like oh this isn't, this isn't so bad for, for a song I didn't even know that I knew yeah. <laughs> and couldn't even remember. Yeah. It, it is like trying to have a little bit more like weight to it versus some of the, you know, some of like the lighter fare that this record mm -hmm. provides. So I could see that. I think on both of the last two songs, it, they felt a little more, um, 
uh, musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I really felt like they were trying to be musical, you know, stick with you songs that had some feeling behind them versus just the, I mean, sorry, but like, cook them out. Yeah. Yeah. The the second side of this record is a little bit strange. There's there's a lot of stuff that's sort of like, eh, 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 okay. Um, I do think that the final track, Warm and Beautiful, is itself kind of warm and kind of beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really pleasant note to end on. Yeah. I, uh, I thought it was a lovely little song. Inspiration It's really sweet and it's it's like just a good old piano ballad. It almost sounds like a piano song that even someone like me might be able to learn at some point if they really put their mind mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. It's not too it's not too much work. Yeah. And it kind of sounds like I mean it does sound like uh it's got some kinship with with Beatles. I mean to say that about exactly a song on here, right? But yeah. yeah, it sounds it sounds like a Beatles. I song. think it's the most reminiscent of you know of of the Beatles songs, and I know that he was getting that like Paul McCartney was getting some you know some pushback as far as like well this is what you used to do and now you're doing this stuff. Yeah. And so it's not it's it's one like is this just where his creative talents lies like as part of it or is it is it really trying to be more of a throwback to the Beatles? Yeah. I don't know the answer to that either. I will say that it reminds me, I think the one that it reminds me most of is uh, I Will. Yeah, I can hear that for sure. Yeah, well, and I mean, I guess, you know, the kind of the Paul, the Paul ballad, yep. you know, the, the, <laughs> that the Beatles are known for, you know, I mean, he gets to showcase that in his own way here, he do whatever he wants, you know. Wing, yeah, he can, he can, his. and he has. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get off the the last the last record, but since we are on the last song, yeah, uh, can we can we talk really quick about the back of the vinyl? Yeah, <laughs> like <back> we can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why do Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney look so much alike? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a great question. Um, it's a weird, it's a weird uh, little thing. So for those of you not looking at it and not furiously googling at the moment to be like, what, what is it? What is it? What are they talking about? Um, it's just a like a series of rows of faces, and so each row is like one of the band members, and it's a, it's, it is meant to look like a multiple exposure and. Who knows? It might be some sort of like weird long, who knows what's going on there? Strobe thing happening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the Paul and Linda lookalike thing. I really did. When I looked at Linda's row, I was like, wait, are they doing like, is this like an Animorphs thing where they have like one face yeah. on the left and one face on the right? <laughs> and totally. they like, I thought that's what it was. <laughs> I thought that this morning. <laughs> Also, I'm used to, I mean, maybe this is more of a modern day thing, but I, I'm used to uh, 
record albums, like the artwork on record albums, trying to really make the artists look good. You know, yeah, yeah, trying to like, be like cool. really trying to make them look cool and make them look good. No one comes out looking great. <laughs> <laughs> no one is like, oh yeah, you know, they were definitely not going for like sex appeal on any of these guys. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that one. Are you looking at it right now? That one of Linda yeah. on the right doing that like snarl face. <laughs> yeah, she looks so much like that. Just looks so much like that middle picture of Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know. It's super can't weird. get after it. <laughs> And the amount of uh, teeth on the back of this album, too. Well, like... uh, count them. <laughs> <laughs> One, two. Okay, <laughs> we'll wait. We'll, we'll wait. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. I don't actually think I understand what's happening on the front, other than it's just it's just the words with a, like a stripy pattern. I don't know if it's like a photo that it's superimposed. It doesn't seem that way to me. It's just kind of like... I don't know. Can you tell what it is? Is it supposed to I, look like a? I don't know. Talk to me. I thought I always thought it was like a marquee. I always yeah. Okay. Like I can see that. On a marquee. And that kind of makes sense in terms of how much they were touring, I suppose. Sure. Sure. All right. That makes sense. A marquee. I'm into it. A big square marquee. <laughs> Just go with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's better than anything. I don't know. Uh, yeah. The Marquee, Wings at the Speed of Sound, a touring band that bothered to slow down and record another album for us, and we're eternally indebted to them and thankful for their service. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Katie, Wayne. any other... You, you made sure to sneak in that comment there about the end of the album, or about the, the album art, rather, um, as we're here at the end of the album. Is there anything else that we didn't get to yet on this uh, that, that bears mentioning? No, I think I think we hit all the all the valid points on this. Yeah. Excellent. That's a that's a testament to our professionalism and our commitment to uh, <laughs> making this thing happen. Um, that means then, Katie, it's time for me to ask you, my guest, shall we play a game? Shall we play a game? Yay! All right. Yeah. Um, this time, uh, it's not a, uh, well, it's a, it's a quiz of a different nature, I should say. This, uh, this game is titled Silly Love Songs. But it's not titled Silly Love Songs. It's titled Silly Love Songs. Okay? Silly Love Songs. Okay. And, you know, I'm glad that we talked a little bit here at the top about about Karaoke Ween and the ones that you may or may not have been at. Because I do have here a, uh, a silly karaoke ween-themed game for you here. Uh, my guest, uh, Katie Wright, is a fantastic and frequent contributor, um, both in the realm of picking a great song and having an awesome performance, and also in creating a, an elaborate and uh, an impressive costume each year. So I have a list here of songs that have been sung 
at Karaoke Ween over the years. And what Ooh, I thought I would nice do book. is is name the song for you and see if you can remember the either the performer or the costume or the rework of it or I want to see what you can pull from the the dark recesses of your mind. Wow. All right. No and crap I, on this one. <laughs> I I uh I got a lot of help from Anna. There were there was some like negotiation about like well, which song for this person because they have like four great ones, you know. <laughs> so we'll try and oh do God. everybody justice here, and and we'll see what we can do. Um, so again, the the concept here, um, is that I'm gonna name a song, and that you're gonna try and recall if you can which one of our friends and and as what uh, the song was performed. Okay. All right, friends, I love you, even if I don't remember your song. This is a precursor. <laughs> <laughs> I I think we're gonna remember a lot of them together. Um, let's start here with, let's start here with uh some some punk music. Uh, should I stay or should I go? Oh, uh, that would be uh Janelle as Brexit. Yeah. Or was that, that was Ben as Brexit, wasn't it? And then. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that so. I need to remember which one is which. I know that one of them was the EU and one of them was England, and that together yeah. they were Brexit, right? No, no. Um, Janelle was uh was Earl Grey. Oh, right? yeah. so she, was she representing England then in the song? Yes, I believe ah. so. I think she was the EU. And yes. uh, I know that just because I still have a number of his plastic flags in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. we gotta put, we gotta find another use for those. The, yeah. Yeah. Good thing you kept those around. <laughs> I know. Don't worry. I have them all. <laughs> wow. One for one. Katie, what are you worried about? Um, all right. Let's see here. How about how about cats in the cradle? Ooh. The cradle. Oh man, I can remember it being sung, but I can't remember the costume that it was accompanying it. Ooh. Any hints? A uh, little hint. Yeah, the hint is that right. It's a song about uh, sort of an absentee father, and it was sung by someone who was in another manner an absentee father. Uh, I believe it might have been Luke being uh, uh, Darth Vader. You got it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you you may remember it as well. He swapped out a couple lyrics and made sure to sing about uh, like <laughs> you've always seen good in me. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh, that was a really good one. Yeah. It was. And as far as I know, like they both Luke and Katie at that at that edition had sort of been like, Oh geez, we gotta go and they like put on their onesies and then <laughs> So it was like yeah. limited That's preparation true. and incredible execution. Yeah, yeah, they're good at that. I mean, they're also good with immaculate preparation, I would say that too. They, they're just they, good with coming through. They're good with coming through, one hundred percent. Um, yeah. Let's see here. How about Mr. Blue Sky? Mr. Blue Sky. Uh, did I see that one? <laughs> yes. 
Wait, I was a rainbow. You were a rainbow. That we did a little bit of like back and forth, Anna and I did about which one to pick for you because I loved <laughs> this costume more than anything else. Uh, I thought Aww, I thought you thanks. as a rainbow. It was so elaborate. It was so cool. And and Anna really really wanted to uh, pick your uh, boys 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 or whatever that one's called. Um, for last year that was when I was the Duchess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Nobody got that costume though. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a podcast. <laughs> it's from a podcast. And Katie, be very careful. I that was the other reason. Um I, I did not want to bait you into breaking rule number one of this show, which is referencing any other podcast. So I didn't I didn't want that to even be a <laughs> you know a temptation for you. Um Oof, it would okay. have been very bait and switch of me to do that. How about uh how about wrecking ball? Ooh, wrecking ball. I believe that was uh been thicker yes. as uh, Miley Cyrus. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So whereas Janelle had kind of a streak of of dressing as fancy gentlemen, g- dressing as fancy mm-hmm. lads every year, um, thicker sort of descended into this <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, pattern of of inhabiting different um, different like pop stars and and dressing ever more provocatively every year uh well he got that new body suit and just couldn't stop and so everybody <laughs> you know it was just like the nude body suit in what yeah. re- in what incarnation sure you know, that's, that's right how it kept going. <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> pictures from that year is uh he was just like squatting down with his disco ball like hanging between his yes. legs it looks so vulgar <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, when he was Beyonce a couple of years ago, Oof. my house truly suffered for the amount of glitter that he wore. Oh, uh, I tried God. very hard to put him in one chair and told him he could only stay in that one chair, and yet the glitter still found its way into every nook and cranny of my house. So, oh, thank my you. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have two more that I that I have to get to. Um, before we leave here and a third that you know i i'm on this program i could talk about i can talk about my own anytime uh so how about this one how about um your body is a wonderland Ooh, your body is a wonderland would be uh anna when she was a uh, mystery poop yeah that's, that's right that's far- my favorite costumes and probably my favorite karaoke oh, rewarded song that I have heard so far. Yeah, yeah. I would like to have that on video just so I can Re- rewatch it every time I'm having a bad day. Anna reimagined that as uh, your poopy is a mystery and <laughs> rewrote all the lyrics. <laughs> to be about a specific pile of shit that we found <laughs> on a camping trip. <laughs> <laughs> Which was unclear whether it was human or animal. Uh, right. so there, there, was, <laughs> there were great there mysteries. Were a yeah. <laughs> a lot of yeah. Anna explored question. all of them in excruciating detail. <laughs> yes. Oh, that song. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, there's one more I, I have to do. And this is, uh, this is I'm real. I'm Real was Kristen. I don't remember if it was Kristen and Curtis or if it was yes. Kristen when she did Santa Claus. It was but Kristen it might have been as Kristen Santa. And Curtis. 
and Curtis as as Jesus. That's and right. They together were the reason for the season. That's right. They did uh, that jaw rule. <laughs> that jaw rule. Oh. Uh, oh, perfect, perfect song. <laughs> I love that song. Uh, I have always on time on my uh, constant rotation. But nice. I should get I'm real now. <laughs> Man, so we I will say we had the hardest time coming up with just one for uh, for either Curtis or Kristen. Um they are they are like perennial all-stars. Um Oh my Anna, god. Oh, <laughs> Anna said I would be remiss and she was right that I would be remiss if we didn't mention both I'm a bee and sexy eyes that if I didn't bring up uh you gotta have faith. There's all. <laughs> there's just so many. Wait, that there, they... was, there, was a, there was a really good one that um, that they did as a couple last year. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it what it was. Oh yeah, it what was, did they uh... do together? Because they were they were Picard and Riker, and mm-hmm. so I remember uh, Sexy Eyes being Enterprise. Um, I can't remember what what their duet was that's terrible yeah yeah i know i'm like there was another really good one that they did they really they knock it out of the park every time every time well let's not tell them that we couldn't remember and then in november they can be (laughs) newly upset at us that's perfect they can like go into the christmas season with resentment that'll be (laughs) that's what we want right yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good entry into the holiday season. I think so. Yeah. And I think that's probably a good place to end. I mean, the one other one I was going to do was, was one of my own. And I, I know you'll remember it. Actually, I should say it. I should say it. Let's not leave it because Ooh, you okay. liked you Don't liked this one out. so much. You liked this one so much you got a tattoo of it. Uh, this was me. This was Maneater. <laughs> yes, when you were a praying mantis. I was a praying mantis. You know, I went... Uh, I went to the store uh, yesterday. <laughs> it's a big outing, and yeah. um, I found uh, praying mantis sacks for your uh, gardening pleasure, and Ooh. I got very excited and did indeed purchase some praying mantises that I'm hoping will hatch here in three to five weeks. Oh, cool! Yeah, neat. And I did get a tattoo. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> man, I like Halloween costume so much. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna just uh i think after we've done 10 years of karaoke we and i'm gonna get a back piece with all the characters <laughs> oh, <be>. <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah yeah really cool all yeah color. all color all full color yeah there's gonna be the entire minute by minute album in excruciating detail because that's what luke was (laughs) front and back what i was gonna say is that was a good place to leave it when we were on that uh christmas season thing because yeah we're at the end of this episode now heading into the uh the season of advent getting uh getting ready for uh for all the Yuletide, whew, you know, what What will the news be, Katie? What will they be saying about Corona Christmas, uh, the Christmas 2020 well, November, season? It's going to be, um, I mean, I don't want to bring up politics, but it is going to be voting time here. This is in November. Oh, boy. Yeah, we'll be, boy, let's. Uh, uh. <laughs> I was like, speaking of holidays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right over that. 
You know, no matter what happens, no matter what happens, we will have a president elect who has uh, sexual assault claims against them. And that's all that really matters. So congrats, everybody. We did it. We did it. USA. USA. (laughs) Whatever they turned out for, we can say with certainty that American voters turned out to vote for a couple of handsy handsy old men (laughs) handsy creepy old white dude yeah finally we came together (laughs) we finally found the thing the unity thing the unity candidate (laughs) exactly but kind of the same but not the same all right well well yeah just on a higher note but <laughs> no it's <laughs> all right, right i actually <laughs> i actually didn't even you know i've i recorded i think that uh what will it be yeah the episode with my mom will be the first one to come out after the election i think or maybe it's the Ooh, one right before okay. yeah so whew. yeah yeah great exciting uh, you know what you can just you can cleanse your palate by listening to some silly love songs after this I think that's a good idea. I think that's a great plan. Katie, thank you for being on yet another episode of 69 Vinyl Records. Thanks for uh, talking me all the way through this really fun record, Wings at the Speed of Sound. Really appreciate you being on here, man. Yeah, I had a blast. Thank you. Of course. And listeners, thank you for listening to yet another episode. You've been at this now for like seven, eight months, which is uh, quite a commitment. So those of you hanging on do know that the the Rule 6 $150 podcast promise still in effect. Matt was not able to uh, double your winnings last week, and I'm happy for that. Until we speak again, friends, do take good care of yourselves and take care of each other. Bye. (laughs) 